Hello and welcome to the Academy of Conscious Creators podcast, where we have extraordinary discussions to empower you to create the story of your life. Each week, you will discover how to overcome painful patterns of mental, emotional and physical distress, how to drop the mask of your public persona, and revolutionary steps of what you can do to awaken your true health and potential. You have the power to create a new story of your life starting right now. So, what's your story? Have you ever pondered the meaning of your life? What is your purpose? Many people go through life never fully understanding what their life is about. Seeking pleasurable experiences, they are rarely content with what they've already got and often miss the meaning that can be found in every passing moment. However, when we have a painful experience, our first response is to try to stop the suffering. And if we can't, our next response might be to ask, why? Why is this happening? We look for the cause of the injustice. Welcome to the final episode in this series. I'm Victoria, and today Pete and I will consider the meaning behind our painful stories so that in understanding them, we can smooth the path for an easier future. Hi Pete, welcome to the show. Good evening, Victoria. How are you? Good. How are you? Very good, very good. Hi viewers, hi audience. Good to be here again. Excellent. So by asking why am I suffering rather than why is this happening to me, we are asking what purpose it serves. We are asking for our suffering to be given some kind of meaning, like some kind of significance. And surely the greater the suffering, the greater the significance must be. And when the pain is overwhelmingly intense, and closing in from all sides, it's easy to conclude that there is no meaning and that there is nothing great enough that could justify this kind of devastation and grief. Yet what if life belonged to you? Meaning, what if everything that happens to you is happening for you? Your evolution to be the creator of your life. Pete, would you like to shed some light on the darkness? <laughs> yes, yes, yeah, yeah, I, I would. And, um, you know, that was a very, very powerful reframe that you've given there, you know, to to kind of take the position that you know, life life is in your favour um, wherever possible. And and the thing is that, you know, the key to all of this is is really that pain is, is there for us to pay attention to on the inside, right? You know, it's not an external thing that we can engage with in order to figure out what's going on. So it's about, you know, tapping into what we're feeling and then using that as, um, I guess, an incentive to turn around and shine that light inside to, to highlight those dark areas and, um, you know, to go into them, to shine light on them, to expose them, to understand them, go through them. And, um, you know, Obviously, depending upon what the nature of the pain is that you're up against, there may be scenarios where it's a little bit too much of a challenge to to face 
through you know, standard means. In those situations, what you might have to do is you know, seek the assistance of a counsellor at a different dimension to, to what we're giving here. But, you know, ultimately, what we tend to find is that society is conditioning us to look outside of ourselves in order to find the answers to why we're hurting on the inside. And you can really never find the answer to that externally. You have to look inside. You have to shine that light. You have to expose where the pain is, and then you have to engage in that pain. Ultimately, you know, no matter how painful it is, but you know, whether that's via a counsellor or via these methodologies, but that pain has to be engaged um, in order to be understood and then transmuted so that you can come out the other side. Because if we don't deal with it, then all that happens is we will start to repeat external circumstances over and over again. There'll be different players, slightly different scenarios, but the message and the the insight that's there waiting for us to 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 have, to have revealed is is going to be the same. But you know, we'll keep it'd be like Groundhog Day until we kind of get to grips with it, face it, and you know, understand it and transmute it. Mm, yeah, great insights, Pete. Thank you. And um, yeah, you're right. We've been sharing throughout this series that we need to become more aware of how we're feeling in each moment because those feelings are, um, or those signals in our body are keys to creating a more meaningful life. Um, and, you know, the painful emotions, as you were saying, become an indicator to really grab our attention so that in this awareness we can consciously choose our response um, and then they become opportunities to turn our darkness into light. So um, let's share some examples, shall we, on how... You know, you might be inadvertently perpetuating um, our suffering. Yeah, sure, sure. So, you know, I think a great place to start is, is going to be with that reframe that you just set up a minute ago. So, let's imagine that you know, everyone who plays a significant role in your life is there to teach you something, right? You know, whether that's you know, a painful scenario or experience or a joyful one or even a neutral one, that there's some lesson to be learned and gained via the people or the things that uh, you're interacting with. Because you know, once we start to, to do this on a more regular basis, we begin to, to grow more and we begin to you know, really um, embody more of what life's about and empower ourselves. So you know, the funny thing about humans is that you know, we, we, we always end up suffering when we don't learn the lessons that life is giving us, right? Um, but the minute that we do learn the lessons, you know, hey presto, the suffering starts to subside or quite often it goes away. Um, yet um, <laughs> a lot of us you know, tend to enjoy the suffering part of life for some reason and you know, like to get stuck in it. But it, it, essentially, you know, the quicker that we can learn the lessons that we come up against, then the quicker the suffering and the pain uh, you know, will dissipate and, uh, and move out of the way. And, uh, and then we can take it out of the backpack and discard it. Now, here's the thing that I just wanted to share. So from my Caribbean upbringing, there's a, um, a, a, a saying which, is, which goes that what you don't hear, you must feel, which basically means that if you don't take notice of the cues, the insights and the lessons that life has given you, 
you know, through other people for sake of argument. If you don't take that on board and you choose to you know, close your ears and close your eyes to it, invariably down the line, that will come back to bite you on the bum, right? So hence, that's the feel that you get by not listening to, um, to what life has given you. So yes, uh, that's one of my favorite sayings, what you don't hear, you must feel. So I just wanted to share that with you. Yeah, no, that's great. And like, you know, it reinforces that every interaction is really an opportunity for us to become more aware of ourselves. And um, the more we pay attention, we can then make decisions that ultimately help our lives become more genuine and um, fulfilling. And um, I'll share an example that I had was repeating experiences where I felt, you know, disappointed and let down. Um, and then one day I realised I'd been addicted to what Tibetan Buddhists call idiot compassion. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I know. Idiot compassion. And what that is, is being too generous, too accepting, too forgiving, because I wanted to show up as this good spiritual being. But what I was actually doing was enabling both myself and others um, to self-sabotage by avoiding um, conflict. And so I'm learning now to use my wisdom more authentically. And so one of the things that I've been creating is um, start, starting my own rule book of how I wish to be treated, how I'm going to treat myself, um, how I wish to be treated by others, and then choosing to invest my time and energy in those who respect and value me. Mm -hmm. So, Pete, what about you? Have you had any uh, repeating painful patterns that um, you were looking outside of yourself or answered answers? Sorry, instead of within. <laughs> yeah, well, just just before I think about whether I have or not, I just wanted to pick up on that idiot compassion. <laughs> um, so that's that's a fantastic phrase. And uh, so, where's it from? It's from, it's from Tibetan Buddhism. Yeah, Tibetan Buddhism. <laughs> yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm going to try and just, just roll that out one day whilst I'm at the pub. So, anyway, uh, yeah, it's a case of just confession, wasn't it? So, no, no, I like, I like that one. I like that one. Um, yeah, so, so your question was, you know, have I had situations where I've been repeating painful experiences and I've been looking outside of myself to get the answer? Uh, yes, I can think of one very, very relevant story that um, I, I'll, I'll share with people. And basically, what, what happened was, um, you know, if you recall, I think it was two weeks ago or whatever, I was talking about um, the story that I created to do with, I'm on the back of my dad dying and not wanting to... Um, open myself up too much to, to kind of get attached to people in case, you know, I liked them and then they left and all that type of stuff. And that's exactly what started to happen with my now partner, uh, Jackie. So in a nutshell, I didn't have the, I didn't have enough, um, What's, what's, what's the word I'm trying to think of? Basically, I, well, I wasn't able to commit because I had this issue of being scared of commitment in case I would lose who I was committed to. So I went through 
uh, a series of breakups with my other half where, you know, I threw the towel in. Not once, but twice. Um, and I got given, um, luckily, a, you know, a, a third time break. And essentially what was happening was I was getting to this stage of wanting to commit, but I was scared to. And so I found myself asking my friends, and in some instances, just acquaintances, you know, what should I do? What should I do in this situation? What would you do? And, you know, most people would give me decent answers. The other person would give me an answer that made no sense. And some people gave me the answers that, you know, I didn't really want to hear um, and weren't actually that good for me. But the point being, was that deep down I knew what I had to do. I knew that I had to overcome this this fear of commitment. So I could have gone on you know, for donkey's years asking people, what do you think, what do you think, what do you think? But, you know, the time came where I had to kind of figure out myself and say, Pete, this is what you've got to do. This is what the issue is. And so I was an extremely, extremely lucky person, but I was given a third chance with uh, Jack and um, yeah I, mean, I, I won't go in, in, into, into what, I, what I said but the gist of it was I made it clear to her what had been happening she thankfully understood and yeah it, here we are in 2021 which is 20 years and six months wow. later yeah and, and two children later as well, so um, so yeah, so that's that's a, a positive experience that came out of a very negative one. Yeah, no, thank you for sharing, and um, you know, definitely don't think you're alone there. I think many of us face that, particularly if we've had childhoods uh, or experiences where we felt abandoned or neglected, and and um, yeah. you know that is the, the challenge to overcome because ultimately. It's the thing we, you know, we really desire to have, and um, you know, it's pretty impressive, Pete, that you can say twenty years on, and you're still together because I think that is quite an achievement in today's um, <laughs> in today's world. So yeah, congratulations. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, thank you. Um, yeah, I, I, I appreciate that. And you know, and here's the thing, right? You know, ultimately. It, it's down to us to to kind of see the indicators that life's given us and to, to unwrap them so that we can kind of reveal the gems that are, you know, inside and, and, and the kind of uh, unearth the wisdom that's inside. So I guess, you know, if you were just to take kind of life each day at a time um, rather than, you know, try and work things out too far in advance or to you know or to stay looking in the past i think you know, if you take yeah each situation as its own thing and you're, you're present for it you know that will help you start to understand the bigger picture of what you're going through and why you're here much more quickly and um mm, yeah. I, I guess sorry good i was just gonna say because i think we both found that if we're not you know if we've avoided being honest with ourselves and how we felt, then actually we're just going to keep repeating that painful story, and and you know our inner light starts to dim, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you're right. I think um, you know to that point to you know continue on. 
I think that we can get the viewers and the audience to to think about things in a certain way, right? So life's about, as we know, it's it's about how you respond as opposed to how you react. And so if you consider responding in the following way by asking yourself these types of questions, so you can sit down and you can say, well, what is my life about? You know, what's what's the story that I've been following? What's it all about, if you like? You know, ask yourself that deep question and sit quietly and see what comes out. Another thing that you want to think about is just trying to understand what's the driver behind the type of experiences that you're having in your life. And of course, typically, these types of self-reflection questions are going to be um, uh, put into play through you experiencing some kind of challenge, right? Because it's, it's not often that we sit and think about the good things in life, although we should. But, you know, remember, this is something that um, typically is going to be um, ignited through through challenge and adversity. And, you know, again, going back to the reframe that you mentioned earlier, Victoria, you know, what are the lessons? Ask yourself, what are the lessons? What are the hidden gems of wisdom that can be revealed to me by me analysing these scenarios that I've been through? Because, you know, life doesn't happen to us for no reason. Everything that goes on, in our life, everything that we experience, there's always a meaning there. It's just down to us to understand what the meaning is and put that into context with where we are in our current part, you know, in the current part of our lives. So I think, um, yeah, pay close attention to what's going on, um, and then you'll start to see, you know, the themes and the struggles that you've been having and going through um, over time, which have led you to create this tapestry of life that you've got so far. And then, you know, as you as you look at it from a kind of a high vantage point, you can start to see, ah, oh, right, these are the kind of trends that are going on. And then on the back of that, you can say, right, let me start a new, let me create a new direction and get the ball rolling in a slightly different way that is, is more beneficial, uplifting and, uh, and empowering. Yeah, yeah, no, there's some great questions in there for self-inquiry, Pete. And, um, you know, truth can be painful, as we've discovered. But it also wakes us up to where we've been our full self, should we say, or living a kind of delusional um, life. Um, and it helps us to better understand where some of our choices have come from that have perhaps sent us off course. And as you were just saying, then reconnect, re redirect our course. And um, some other things as you were talking, I was thinking that you know, to make more meaning of our interactions with others is, and we touched on the first point earlier, is about really paying attention to how our body responds. You know, does it lean into that person or does it kind of... Um, Pull back, uh, yeah. Yes, thank you. <laughs> Couldn't think of the word myself. Like, want to um, retract from that person. And, and, you know, there's a message in that. Um, another thing that we can look at is by becoming more aware of how and what attracts us to certain people, um, and whether we're truly interested in um, finding out who they are or if there's some other you know motive um, behind mm. that interaction and mm. then that leads us on to you know recognizing and again being honest that we all have a, a bit of a dark side in us that you know we don't want to show people but of course it will inevitably come out in, in certain interactions so by being more aware of that 
we can actually build more authentic relationships um, and we can be compassionate with that knowing that we all um, are going through that we all face that and then it's actually about you know taking a bit of response well, a lot of responsibility for creating healthy boundaries so that we um, keep ourselves protected and safe at all times in our interactions with others mm, yeah yeah boundaries is a is a very very important part of, of life and, and getting clear on, on what they need to be and what they have to be um, because without them then you know life's a, a, hell of a, lot, a hell of a lot more difficult but um but you know just want to pick up on stuff that we've kind of previously said is following that and that is also that obviously the conditioning that we get from society friends family etc you know that can also sometimes make us behave in ways that aren't in alignment with our own morals right mm-hmm. um and it can see us kind of going for you know, the quick win route rather than sticking for the longer term play which as we said before is you know, it's typically something that will yield benefit for all parties concerned and not just be self-serving um but um you know i i guess when we're talking about questions of morality then you know in these instances this is when it's really about you know, leaning and relying on tapping into our, our conscience you know the little kind of the, the word on the shoulder um to make sure that we're evaluating the particular situation you know according to what our core values really are um because yeah it's it's easy to ignore that voice but every time you do you know you've done the wrong thing right <laughs> you know you've done the wrong thing so um you know if you if you if you choose to ignore that voice then i guess you know to the degree of how much you ignore it some suffering is inevitably going to ensue it's going to follow and um you know it may it may come that same day the, the next day the next week or the next month or the next year but you know life has a habit of kind of bringing things around again and putting you know putting in our face full front square full front square <laughs> full face and center is what i think i was trying to say um yeah you know that thing which we kind of like didn't deal with properly so um yeah it, it's always about just trying to make sure that we act with integrity right and uh, and that we don't stitch people up when we don't have to and we shouldn't do that so um what we're doing you know what we're doing today is they're giving the audience a set of tools that they can use to acknowledge and um you know kind of dig into the emotional pain with and to help better listen to their conscience listen to their truth and um start to cultivate a an attitude that will start to align you with a more effortless life and also will tend to align with more favorable outcomes more often so this is really what all this is about it's it's about how do we listen in the right way act and respond in the right way to the things that we know we need to act and respond to in order that life can become simpler clearer and much more straightforward yeah no thanks Pete and I'd just add to that that you know if you're able to then you know you can review experiences that um that you found traumatic in in the following way 
and that's by you know writing down what actually was gained from each experience you know even if it was really quite awful what what wisdom what nugget of wisdom um, or medicine whatever it was that you gained from that and then write a new power statement from the shifted perspective which is going to be your new go-to when that old story gets triggered again or comes up for you again and so for example that might be something like you know your estranged um, dad who was an idiot when you were growing up suddenly becomes a man who taught you boundaries um, or your ex-partner who treated you like crap becomes the person who helped you define what you don't want and actually clarify what you do want in a relationship and so it all gets to be true but the perspective that you take either holds you back or lifts you up and so it's really important to choose with intention because you become the story that you tell yourself exactly exactly perception it's, it's all about perception and and look you know we're not here saying that this approach to life this um, self-reflection this analysis is an easy thing to do right? especially if the nature of the challenge you're facing is you know um of an extremely uh, intense nature and again you know depending upon the, the level of what that is you may or may not need you know, additional assistance uh, over and above this but um you know if you if you stick to it and and you keep at it there's no doubt about it that you're going to get stronger you're going to get more insightful and you're going to start to feel freer in life because what you, literally what you're doing is you know all the time that you're not clear or not aware of why things are happening in your life and and you think that you know they're happening to you and they're out of your control in effect you know that's like having a set of chains hanging from your body like heavy heavy chains and every time you come to like an epiphany and an understanding and a moment of clarity then one of those chains falls off so you're carrying this weight and then you know something else becomes clear and you take that out of your backpack and you fling it to the side and that's the end of that and then literally you know as you walk you can you, know, you begin to walk more upright because you haven't got so many things weighing you down and then you can stride and then you can start to run and then you know you can and then you can you can bound your way through life as opposed to you know dragging baggage and this is you know this is what happens to you know a lot of us we, we don't take the time to cast off those chains you know empty the rucksack the backpack and um and start running through life we just struggle on and um you know limping and you know taking a kind of approach where you feel like a victim but what we are about is not taking that approach we're about giving you the tools to empower your life you know to look at things and say right let me have the courage to face whatever i faced let me have the courage to, to dive into it let me have the courage to expose it and see what is really within the nature of it embody that and then transform the experience and then move through the other side um you know in a more holistic manner um and gathering more of who you are and becoming more centered and more sovereign and this is really what it's all about but yeah it's not an easy thing but as we said 
then the journey of a thousand miles starts with one step. So that's what you've got to do. So hopefully what we're giving you know, to, to all the listeners and all the audiences that we're uh, engaging with are quality tools that you understand, you appreciate, and, um, and that you can leverage in ways to make your life better. Exactly that. That's awesome. And, you know, really everyone should have a story to tell. And so why not make it an extraordinary one by stepping into the starring role? Exactly. <laughs> Indeed. Exactly. Fantastically wrapped up. I like that. I like that a lot. Thank you. So on that note, if you're ready to start creating the story of your life, grab a complimentary session by contacting us at www.wertacc.com and discuss a coaching programme just for you. And you can also join this discussion by submitting your questions or comments to our Facebook page, the Academy of Conscious Creators, where we will answer your questions in our live, will be our final live short answer session for this series next Wednesday at seven o'clock. And do like our page, subscribe to our blog and join our online classes. And um, thank you, Pete. It's been a real pleasure exploring another insightful theme with you. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, and likewise, Victoria, as, as always. And yes, the audience, it's been fantastic yeah, to, to have these, um, you know, this uh, weekly session of, uh, of, of six topics. So, so when are we back with episode three, Victoria? Is that, is that going to be the new year, do you think? Series three, yes. We'll keep an eye out on our page for the announcement. Um, it's probably going to be around springtime. Mm. Um, yeah. Keep tuned in to our page and uh, we look forward to um, being with you all again soon. Okay, take care, folks. Goodbye for now. Yep, see you later. Bye bye. Good night.